This message comes from NPR sponsor Rosetta Stone, an expert in language learning for 30 years. Right now, NPR listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership to 25 different languages for 50% off. Learn more at rosettastone.com NPR. The six-month war that Russia is waging against Ukraine affects all parts of life. Thousands of people have been killed and millions displaced. NPR's Eleanor Beardsley brings us this story of how some people are trying to help animals caught in the war. Uh, we're on the way home from the city of Mykolaiv in the south of Ukraine. We just picked up seven cats. Petya Petrova, a 34-year-old Bulgarian with wavy brown hair and nerves of steel, leaves a message from one of her missions. She quit her job with animal rights group PETA in Germany to move to Ukraine and devote herself full-time to rescuing animals caught in the conflict. Petrova drives in and out of places under attack, cities in the Donbass, Kharkiv, trying to treat or rescue animals in peril, and not just domestic pets. Cows, horses, and other farm animals have been killed or injured in targeted attacks against farmers. Wildlife is suffering, too. Hey, Eleanor, good morning. I don't have much time, so I'm going to record you this message. Um, We're going to this location I just sent you. There is the fox cup. We're going to bring the baby to Kiev to a wildlife sanctuary there. The day I meet up with Petrova, she's evacuating several frightened dogs and a four-week-old kitten who wandered into a Ukrainian military camp on the front lines near Kramatorsk. Petrova brings them to a family further west that's hosting stricken animals. In her work, Petrova coordinates with individuals, NGOs, and soldiers. I'm in a good place now. You're in a good place. She says as a Bulgarian, a country once dominated by the Soviet Union, she feels a great solidarity with the Ukrainian people in their fight against Russia. Helping Ukraine's animals is her way of doing her part in this war. An animal shelter in the central eastern city of Dnipro is doing its part for people forced to flee their homes. These days, most of the 350 dogs they keep are not strays, but have families who were forced to abandon them. Irina Ponomarenko is the shelter director. She names the towns the dogs are from, all places under intense Russian shelling. She says people often have only minutes to evacuate. It is very difficult to uh, find transport, a car to carry a dog, and many people stay till the end because they can't leave their pets. Ponomarenko says people arrive terribly shaken in cars that have sometimes been shot at. Their pets are frightened and sometimes sick or injured because there are no more animal clinics in the east. She says her shelter is committed to keeping these animals safe until their owners can return for them. Svetlana Vishnivetska is the head zookeeper at the Echo Park in Kharkiv. She says when the war started, she got down on her knees and told the animals she was sorry. Despite being under constant fire, over a two-month period, they were able to get some 5,000 animals out, including lions and tigers. After every trip to the park, I said I would not go again, but I went anyway. Ten years of work in the park. They were all groomed and fed. They were our family. And when you see the broken cages and the destruction, it is all so very hard. Six zoo workers were killed carrying out the evacuations, including the 15-year-old son of two zoo employees who had wanted to come along and help save the animals. 
Eleanor Beardsley, NPR News, Dnipro, Ukraine. This message comes from NPR sponsor Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. So Mint Mobile is offering premium wireless starting at just $15 a month. To get your new phone plan for just $15, go to mintmobile.com switch. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. Last year, over 20,000 people joined the Body Electric study to change their sedentary, screen-filled lives. And guess what? We saw amazing effects. Now you can try NPR's Body Electric Challenge yourself. Listen to updated and new episodes wherever you get your podcasts.